what am I going to do after high school? I've been asking myself that same question for about three years now, and I still can't seem to find an answer. I'm probably going to go to college, yeah, but what classes will I take? Where am I even going to college? And how am I supposed to get in? A lot of my friends already seem to have some sort of hazy plan, what they want to do when we graduate. Not me. I'm completely lost. Alright, hello everybody! Welcome back to Completely Lost! My name is Quinn, this is my younger sister Avery. What's up, y'all? Avery's trying to make me laugh. We are your co-hosts, and yeah. Avery is trying to make me laugh, and That's it's right. not working, and I won't ever laugh because I don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> anyway, um, goodness, I totally lost that strain of thought there. Um, hi everyone! Hi. So, in the last episode, we talked a bit about terminology and stuff. We're gonna get, delve a bit more into the question of where am I going to college. Right. Um, but first, I wanna, I wanna, I think you guys need to understand a little something about me before we start. Oh my god. Um, so I, I've said this on the show before, I'm the oldest child, it's yeah. just me and Avery, besties. Yeah. Besties. We, we uh, audio medium, we just did a fifth bump, you can't see that. Yeah. It's fun. I wish you could have, it was epic. <laughs> um, anyway, so, uh, I'm the oldest child in my immediate yeah. family, but also, and I don't know what generational stars align to make this happen. I am the oldest cousin in my family as well. True. Yeah. yeah, so out of... No, actually, you know, you do have a cousin that's, like, in college. Second cousin. Second oh, cousin. okay. Uh, so I am, yeah, I, I should make a little distinction there. I am the oldest first cousin in my family. Yo. So every other first cousin that I have is younger than me, mm -hmm. and that is awesome. But it also means that uh, I will be the first, like, of my first cousins to go to college. And uh, yeah. that means a lot of people are starting to ask me questions. We're looking after you. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yes. I am very lucky that people are willing and interested to give me advice and stuff like that. Uh, but as you remember from, uh, remember when as we went over and... looking up to you. Well, not never <laughs> looking up to me. I was about to say, like, the adults are... Discussing my future with, oh, uh, yeah, with yeah. a heated interest. And uh, while I'm grateful that people are interested in my future and while I'm grateful for their help and advice, I do get asked a lot of questions that I really don't know how to answer. Mm -hmm. And that is, I'm going to cover those questions uh, in season two as well as some more stuff that I find important. Uh, but the first question I get asked all, right. all the time, Let's go. all the time, and I don't know how to answer it. I always say, I don't know, is... Uh, do you want to go to a big school or a small school? What high school is right for me? That's the name of the episode. What high school is right for me? But, um, like, literally, you're going to get asked this 100,000 times if you haven't already by your guidance counselor, by your parents, by yeah. your maybe grandparents if they're interested in your life. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, what size school is right for me is a question. Mm -hmm. that I originally had it to say, it's, I, I had to say, I don't know every single time because I genuinely didn't know the difference. I didn't know what was considered a big school. I don't yeah. know what was considered a small school. What's the pros and cons? So welcome to this episode. So welcome to this episode. Now, uh, disclaimer, I'm going to insert my own opinions in here, but mm -hmm. I'm going to give you objective facts so you can make decisions for yourself. So as usual, we're going to do the thing where I just give you all facts and then at the end, me and Ava are going to say our own opinions. Yeah. But like, that's not, again, it's such a subjective question. So please do keep that in mind. Yep. Uh, anyway. Let's, let's get started. Let's get started. So yeah, the question, you want to go to a big school or a small school? I want um, to go to a medium school. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that actually. But um, anyway, uh, so the f two things we need to answer during the course of this podcast is that one question that I said before, one, what is considered a big slash small school and two, the pros and cons of each. So why don't we start? Let me, let me, I'm going to, I've decided to do a new challenge. Instead of trying to flip my show notes quietly, I'm Ooh. trying to do it as loud as possible. Uh... 
little ASMR for you folks at home. Rip to the listener. <laughs> yeah, rip to the listener. Whoops. Headphones advised. Yeah. Turn them all the way up. No. Anyway, um, so we're going to answer the first question, which is what is considered a big school versus a small school? Now, Avery, as someone who has literally not started her college search, for good reason, you're a freshman. You don't need to be <laughs> thinking about college right now. So true. Um, what just, as someone who is new to this, what would you consider a small school? Just guess. Take a guess at, well, not, what would you consider? What you think is considered a small school versus a big school? Just take a guess. 5,000 kids. Small school. Yes. And what do you think for a big school? Um, just guess. Um, no. God, no. 100,000. No. There are no colleges in America, to my knowledge, that have 100,000 kids. And this is good, this is good to uh, emphasize. To show, well, 5,000 is actually exactly right. A small school Yay. is considered 5,000. We'll, we'll get to it. 2,000 or 5,000. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Okay. So, um, basically, er, what was I going to say? So, yeah, it's important to outline that type of thing. Because beforehand, I might have said the same answer. 100,000? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> like, but there, to my knowledge, is no college or university in America that has 100,000 students. Now, uh, according to uh, collegeboard.com, collegeboard.com, uh, there's wait, a specific did you, website. Did you hear that? Wait, no, here, the speci- there's a specific website. It's bigfuture.collegeboard.org. Dot org. So I'll say it together. Bigfuture.collegeboard.org. And that's where it's bigfuture.collegeboard.org. So that's where I got the stats I'm about to give you. So according to College Board, and of course, everyone kind of has their own opinions on this. I saw I saw slightly different numbers from other websites, but honestly, College Board is College Board, so I trusted them on this. A small school, they'd said, is about 2,000 to 5,000 students. Mm -hmm. A medium school is 5,000 to 10,000, and a large school is 10,000 to 15,000 and above. Now, right. um, that's a lot of students, 10,000 to 15,000 and above. Uh, so a lot of the bigger schools range from like 20,000, some, somewhere right. around there, uh, stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, just for fun, just for fun, I decided to look up the largest and smallest schools, colleges, that is, All in right. America. Give us the stats. Well, I want you to guess. I want you to guess. What do you think the largest one is? 80,000. You're close. What do you think the smallest one is? <laughs> 100. <laughs> You're close in both counts. Oh my god, really? The largest school, college, in America is uh, UCF, which is the University of Central Florida, and it has 66,183 students, and that is is a ridiculous amount of students. Talk about getting lost on a sea of people. (laughs) The smallest college that I could find is uh, uh, Deep Springs College in California with 30 people. 30? 30. 30? Yep. That's like as much. That's smaller than my. Yeah, my grade. it's it's a special college. So uh, I, honestly, I did originally look these up for fun and references. That's literally smaller than my class. Like yeah, seriously. <laughs> but like, if you if you actually want something interesting to read up on, uh, look up Deep Springs College. Um, they make their students do farm work. It's pretty funny. Uh, it just there's a whole rabbit hole you could go down there. So look up Deep Springs College if you want something interesting to read about. Anyway, that's not we're not talking about Deep Springs College right now. Yeah. What we are talking about uh, is is what is considered a small, medium, and large school, and I just defined all of those. Uh, but that's that doesn't help you. You might be still thinking like, hold up, like I don't. Okay, fine. Now I know numbers, you know, but I that doesn't I'm help me. I think I'm gonna go to Deep Springs College. I just, dude, Deep Springs College. It's in like the middle of nowhere. Okay. And it's and... like all isolated. No, no, no. <laughs> that's a good thing. I'm speaking about this in a wistful manner. Oh. They got, do they make them do like horse riding and like learn oh how to um like herd cattle and stuff as Dude, well as actual I'm college work. Might just like. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I got my cattle herding due at 1130 and I didn't even start that. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, um, Deep Springs College, guys, that's crazy. Uh, 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 I think a U.S. congressman actually went there. Some guy, oh, yeah? uh, I'm blanking on his first name, but his last Wait, name was we Kim. we should get on topic. 
We should get on topic. But his last <laughs> name was Kim, so go find him. Cool. Um, I think he was, I think, oh yes, he's the second Korean uh, person in the Democratic Party to be a congressman. Ah, there you go. On. Yeah, I want to, <laughs> you can tell I'm good at research. Yes. Anyway, um, so yeah, yeah, so you might be thinking, hey, numbers, that doesn't really help me. I still don't understand. I mean, I know now numbers, but I, I don't really understand whether I want to go to a big or small college. Yeah. Great. We're going to help you out, buddy, because uh, now mm-hmm. we're going to talk about the pros and cons of each. So uh, let's go ahead and let's start with big schools. So uh, obviously I'm going to my best friend college board again. Best friend. College board again. (laughs) I'm going to my best friend for information college board again. Bigfuture.collegeboard.org. What is a bigfuture.collegeboard.org? Wait, wait, wait. Did you hear that? It's bigfuture.collegeboard.org. Anyway, uh, we're going to that website to look up some pros and cons. We're going to have two sources. One from um, bigfuture.collegeboard.org and also Prep Prep Scholar, which uh, we're going to compare the two sources. Prep Scholar? Prep Scholar. Okay. We're going to get to it. Don't worry. We can repeat the website a hundred times when we get to it. Anyway. Uh, so, according to College Board, we're going to start with big schools, all right? Big schools. Big schools. Uh, now, the pros, according to College Board, of the big schools are that they got a wide variety of majors and courses. Okay. Options. Okay. A uh, variety when it comes to housing, which means they Dorm. might... Dorms, yes, but they it means they might have something called uh, special interest housing, which What's not that? all colleges have. Uh, a lot of them do have it, but not all. Never heard um, of it. Special interest housing means uh, you can be separated by major or field Ooh. of study. So, like, all the kids who study X... You go, you guys go over there, and all the oh. kids who study Y, you guys go over here. That'd be great all... to find friends. <laughs> yeah, sure, and um, definitely, and I think that's what they're. I think that's what they're aiming for. Not all colleges yeah. have the means to do that, but uh, certainly bigger schools do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it, it's a common thing, but not like so, sometimes it gets super specialized. Like I mm. think, wow. oh lord, I'm I'm really really blanking on the name. It, UC Riverside, I believe, was the name yeah. of the college. They had like ultra specialized housing where it was like students who do pan-african studies go here students specific not just like students who are english majors go here not like students who generally study math go here it was like students who do this exact specific (laughs) major go over here so uh, it can get obviously very very specific uh and this is more common college definitely (laughs) Definitely not. not i think uc riverside is certainly an outlier anyway uh, uh, also, bigger colleges tend to have well-funded sports programs. If you're into sports, if you say, I want to do sports, or if you say, hey, I just like watching sports, mm. uh, that is very important to some people, not particularly to me, but look, I'm not you, obviously. So yeah. if you're like, hey, man, I just really want to go to one of my own sports teams, basketball games, or whatever, swim meets or something, I don't know. Yeah. But um, And then they got tons of modern facilities, and that really is the main reason why a lot of people search out big colleges, because they're like, man, like, yo, they got research facilities, yo, Ooh. they got these modern facilities, it's all state-of-the-art and stuff. Labs. Awesome, they got more stuff um and so those are the pros according to college word and then the cons are uh this is uh this is kind of interesting i never really thought about this classes will contain hundreds of students not grades classes so you might be in a classroom with like 150 other kids and that can feel extremely overwhelming to some people it could be exciting to some people but it is certainly very easy to get lost in the numbers um, in that sense. Right. Um, another con, according to College Board, is that the administration might have a, a lot of red tape and what they... What, Which means? Uh, like a lot of rules, a lot of unnecessary oh. bureaucracy. Uh, the, the example they give is that if you're like trying to take a course that isn't specifically in your major, it's going to mm. require a lot of signatures, a lot of uh, oh. approvals from teachers and stuff, or heaven forbid if you wanted to switch majors. Like that's going to... Oh. It's going to be a lot of annoying work for you, so... Um, so for big College schools? Board, yeah. College Board did give, like, a little bit of an overview underneath this pro and con chart. They said, basically, big schools are good for people who know what they generally want to do and mm-hmm. who are very out... 
excuse me, I choked on my own words, who are very outspoken about themselves and are willing to, like, sort of work a little bit harder to get noticed in the class. Um, And so that's according to College Ward. Then we are going to go to Prep Scholar. Prep Scholar also had a very helpful uh, pro and con chart. Prep Scholar, prepscholar.com. What what is Prep Scholar? Prep Scholar, it's just a website, like College Ward. Cute. Um, It's just Prep Scholar. They're helping you prep. That's nice. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Prepscholar.com. Prepscholar.com, 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 turn around in the mirror three times in the dark and say prepscholar.com and she just might appear. Anyway, um, so, so for the pro and con chart for prepscholar.com, preps, no, I'm kidding. Um, they also mentioned the sports, they also mentioned the class variety, they yeah. also mentioned the housing, uh, but they did mention something that College Board didn't have was the social aspect. Ooh. Oh my goodness gracious. So if you have more classmates, it's going to be an excellent chance to meet uh, many people from different cultural backgrounds, different true, true. interests and hobbies. Just basically, so many more options for Oh, friends. definitely. <laughs> exactly. You, so That's exactly it. You have so many more options for friends, because guess what? There's so many more people, which is absolutely stunning. All right, so some of the cons that Prep Scholar mentioned is that uh, they also did mention that red tape. They also mentioned the large class sizes, uh, but they do note something else that College Board didn't, and that is getting lost in the numbers. And I did talk about this a little bit earlier. Uh, You're going to be competing against a lot of other students. A lot of other students. competition. (laughs) Yeah, competition is mad. Also, you're not going to get much individual attention from professors. Sometimes professors are not even going to be teaching classes, and we will get to what a teaching assistant is later. Uh, As in they just... Oh, well, we'll, you'll, you'll we'll talk about teaching assistants later. But yes, teaching assistants are more common in larger colleges. If you're not down for that, if you're like, hey, look, I, I kind of want to work with my actual professor, uh, then maybe mm-hmm. a big college isn't for you. You're going to have to really seek out opportunities kind of on your own. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so that those were the two pros and cons charts. Now I'm just going to, I wrote down a few notes on my general idea of big colleges. Um, Avery, if you want to comment on any of this, feel free. Okay. Uh, so my general idea for a big college, it, it seems from these two sources that big colleges appear to have more things, such as like housing variety, modernized facilities, and a lot more choice in majors. But yes. the, a lot of red tape can be tedious and overwhelming. And I think the thing that scares me most is like the lost in numbers type thing. Yeah, so what I'm thinking is... Um, it's a huge college, which means, like, okay, so the pros are that there's a whole lot of options, and there's a lot you can do, and a mm. lot you can major mm-hmm. in, and all that stuff. A lot of activities, mm-hmm. and a lot more options for friends. But, on the cons, uh, you won't get very much, like, attention. Mm-hmm. Or individual um, help, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just far too big. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to be one of the best people in the class, you're going to have to work so extra hard. Even if you don't want to like, be one of those people in class, even yeah, if you just yeah. want to do well, you're not if going you to get average, some no. extra help. Yeah. Um, uh, but they also, you know, I mean, they also and, do, and bigger the, colleges, the again, tend to have more things, so they probably have, like, more, like, library stuff that oh, can help sure, you out. Sure, but, sure. Mm, that's a lot of not individual help. That's more, like, general that's things. That's for you. Look at you Let me... <laughs> Again, users, turn up your headphones. <laughs> anyway, now we're going to now that we've gone over uh, the pros and cons of big colleges, I figure we should move on to some small colleges. We probably should. So we're going back again to College Board, baby. That's bigfuture.collegeboard.org. Did big you hear that? Bigfuture.collegeboard.org. I felt like I was Dory speaking to whales there. <laughs> big Future. Anyway, not sponsored. not sponsored by Dory, although I wish it was. Who plays Dory again? Mm, I forget. Yeah, me too. It was someone famous, and now I'm blanking. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. If you voice Dory, and you watch your story. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to look it up later, and I'll be like, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Anyway. 
Um, so the pros. The pros of small colleges according to College Board. So small class size means students get to know each other better. Duh. This was one of the cons of the big colleges. Uh, another thing uh, that's a pro for small colleges is that courses at small colleges are taught by professors and not TAs or teaching right. assistants. I said we would get to this later. We're getting to it now. Okay. So this is what a teaching assistant is. A teaching assistant is a student or employee who can perform such duties as grading papers, working with students in labs, mm-hmm. or even teaching certain classes. And that is going to be... So like a um, big, big substitute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, <laughs> not no. even. No, they're teaching assistants. They straight up. They're not Like co-teaching. In a way, in a manner. Mm -hmm. Um, And these are more prevalent at big colleges. You're not going to find these at small colleges. You're probably going to get taught by the actual professor at the small colleges. Um, And also another pro is that there is a strong sense of community. You're going to have a lot of time to get to know your classmates. You're Mm -hmm. going to be able to pretty much know everyone's name. Well, not everyone, but you're going to know people's names. It's like with a smaller class, you're around them more, Mm -hmm. you hear them more, Mm -hmm. you know, you get more... Uh, now, some of the cons of, of small colleges is that there's not going to be as many majors. Obviously, you know, it's, it's a smaller school. They're not going to have the funding, maybe, to do as many majors. Uh, right. The facilities may not be modern, or they, they will not have research facilities. And I should, I should define research facilities. You ever read a thing where they're just like, according to a study by Harvard, or uh-huh, according yeah. to a study by Ohio State, like, stuff yeah. like that? So that's a research facility, the, a place where they quite literally do research. research. Yeah. Um, small colleges may not have these things because they don't have enough money for these uh, mm-hmm. types of things. And if they do have them, maybe they're not so modern. Maybe they're not so shiny and new as the other ones. Yeah. Um, and also another con is you're not going to have very good or well-funded sports. So if that's something you're into, if you're like, I, w- like, I want to play sports in college or I want to watch sports in college, note that. Note that is a so big thing. So what I'm hearing is... The smaller the college, the less funding they have, therefore a lot... Not things... necessarily, but yes, on the usual side. Okay, on the usual side, smaller colleges will usually have mm-hmm. less funding, which means it might not be as t- high-end as you expect. Yeah, uh, but the trade-off for that is you get a greater sense of community, you get to know yeah. your professors more and stuff like that. Anyway, let's go to source two, prepscholar.com. Prepscholar.com. Uh, prepscholar.com. Pros. Uh, they also talk about the close-knit communities, they talk about the courses actually being taught by professors, mm-hmm. but they also mention that other thing that College Board doesn't, which is opportunities to create individualized majors. Mm-hmm. We are going to have an entire episode on majors, so I'm not getting Cute. too strictly into what a major is right now, but it's likely that most of you get the general idea. And if you don't, hey, just wait until our majors episode comes out. Then yeah. listen to that. Then listen to this. It'll be like a Matrix, man. It's cool. cool. That's not what the Matrix is about. I meant to say Inception. Never <laughs> mind. Sponsored. Inception? No. Frick. Inception is a dream within a dream, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then what's... I have no idea I'm what you're freaking out, about. man. Don't know what you're trying to talk about. Mm, Gemini, man. Nope. No, that's not it either. Not anyway, not sponsored. Yeah, goodness. I'm putting a lot of... um. Uh, copyrighted titles in here. Maybe that's bad. I don't know. Anyway, what is an individualized major? So, in normal majors, it's like, here are the classes you must take to complete major. In individualized majors, you get to work closely with um, advisors and also with teachers and straight up create your own major and Mm -hmm. say, like, I want to choose this class and this class and this class. Uh, And so that happens often at small schools. Some smaller schools do have the ability to create individualized majors. Mm-hmm. Larger colleges, maybe not. Uh, maybe they do. Maybe it's a lot harder. But uh, smaller colleges tend to have more of this. So if that's something you're into, totally. Small colleges. Cool. Um, another pro that College Board does not mention is that the curriculum is smaller. So it's like way easier to make friends and stuff. That's Meaning good. like you're going to see the same people 
a lot. Yeah. So if that's something you're into, then go for it. If that's something you're not into, don't go for it at all. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm a little biased. Me and Avery both come from very small schools. I go to a small school right now. Avery, yeah. your, would you consider your high school it's, small? Yeah, it's so tiny. Okay. So that we're kind of biased. I kind of like that just because it's what I've grown up with. But I know yeah. a lot of other people are like, no, no, like, I can't do that. I can't see the same people every day. Like, yeah, bro, no. Same. So keep please keep that in mind for subjectivity. Um, okay, so the, some of the cons that Prep Scholar mentions, they mention the less sports, they mention the mm-hmm. less modern facilities, right. but they also mention isolation, which is something Ooh, that yeah. I didn't really think about. So some, not, this is not true for all small colleges, but mm-hmm. some small colleges tend to be in rural or suburban or isolated areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, this can lead to a feeling of kind of like everything that exists is only within the school, like, yeah, stuff like that. I see. Very cut off feeling. Again, this is not true for all small colleges. Some small colleges are in the city. I know St. Francis in Brooklyn is in Brooklyn. Yeah. I know Columbia University is like in a very like suburban or area. Rhode so School of Design is in Rhode oh, Island. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> is that a small school? Do you know? Because I was no, naming specifically it's, it's small really, schools. It's super popular, so I don't think it's. Okay. Small. Well, anyway, Rhode like, Island School like of Design, everybody. One, I think. Cool, cool, cool. Anyway, <laughs> um, that's just a thing. That's just the con, the con to look out for. Anyway, uh, so those are the pros and cons from our two sources, and now I'm just going to give my general thoughts on small colleges, and then after mm-hmm. that, we can move on to our general opinions on the whole thing. Okay, cute. Uh, but to me, to me, it seems that from these two sources, I could discern that small colleges have, like, better communities, a stronger relationship with classmates, right. uh, and more active teaching, but at the same time, they're going to have less, like, stuff. They're going to have less choice for housing. Right. Uh, they're going to have probably less modern facilities and Say, less sports and stuff. Do all colleges, or, like, most colleges, have, like, dorm or... I would imagine all, if not yeah. Mo- yeah, I would imagine mo- all, most, if not all. I cannot think of right now a college that does not offer dorms. Right, okay. Because, like, yeah. when you say housing, it brings me to the idea of dorms, and then yeah. when you say, like, less housing options, it brings me to the idea, do they just not have dorms? No, 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 <laughs> I think I think they do. I think um, something, when I say less housing options, I could mean just straight up less dorms, or I could mean sure. uh, the absence of specialized interests, the, abso- yeah, yeah, the absence yeah. of, maybe they're I'm, not really good dorms, like, maybe they stink. I don't, I don't know much about the... We are going to have <laughs> a whole episode on that, too, but that is actually in season three, I believe. Ah, so, okay. uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to wait quite a while for that. Stick anyway, <laughs> stick around. Um, anyway, anyway, but actually, you don't know when the episode is, so you probably should listen to every episode. <laughs> you probably should listen to every episode, including the Common App episode. <laughs> Inclu- you know what's been so funny? And this what? is a genuine thing. The Common App episode, um, is slowly, like, getting more listens. It's very yeah. funny. Like, some of our earlier episodes kind of, like, stagnate. They, like, stay at, oh, like, X prob- amount of listens. You, you actually probably should listen to our You probably should app. listen to the Common App episode. It's do it, really useful. Do it ironically. Do it unironically. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Listen to the Common App episode. Anyway. Um. Helpful. Helpful. Yes. Anyway. Also, we're advertising. Yay! Wait, we're advertising for ourselves. We're advertising for ourselves on ourselves, but I just... Who cares, man? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, okay, okay. So, we mm-hmm. discussed small colleges, we discussed big colleges, and so now it's time to discuss both. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and... Uh, warning. Inserting my own opinion noises. Like, right. so, so this is where it kind of delves from objective facts into my own opinion. Uh, I'm gonna say personally what I prefer, and then Avery, you can talk a bit, and then we'll end the episode, mm-hmm. but... Uh, yeah, so, like, when I started research for this episode, I was actually a super big fan of big colleges. I was like, what are you doing, man? Like, more stuff, more modern stuff. Why wouldn't you go? 
And having done the research, I'm kind of like, ooh, I don't know if I could deal with a hundred kids in my class. Right, like, that's not great, that's class. Like, you know, and that feels Mm -hmm. a little unsettling to me. Mm -hmm. Maybe someone who comes from, like, a bigger school, someone not like me, who comes from, like, a kid with... Who's, like, used to that. Who's, like, used to that. Not a hundred kids per class, but maybe, like, 50 kids in a class. Yeah. Or maybe they got, like, 500 kids in their whole grade or something like that. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't... Yeah, that's not something I yeah. come from, so it's not something I'm used to. And personally, I feel more comfortable with small colleges. Right. Um, I also find I, the sense okay. of community better. No, sorry, what were you going to say? Okay, so personally, having heard your, like, research and stuff, mm. I and having not done any research uh, yeah. on my own, um, I'm, I'm starting to gravitate towards smaller mm-hmm. colleges. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's a middle ground. I mean, medium yeah. colleges mad exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is, and again, this is not like the end all, like stuff like that. Like small colleges don't have modern facilities. That's not necessarily yeah. always true. Sure. Um, places like Columbia, which is Ooh. a Ivy League oh, school, is that small? it has or... six thousand students. I'm pretty sure. Oh wow. Yeah. That's like um, one over the minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've got something crazy, like a. Well, I'm blanking on the acre of the campus, but it's it's over twenty or hey, something what was like that, that. What was that college that only had thirty people? Uh, Deep Springs. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go there. Deep Springs. <laughs> Guys, I'm so serious. You're gonna love Deep Springs. Search I, it up. I, yeah. Go on, go on. <laughs> I don't know if they have a website. Spring. I didn't find one, but it, go on their Wikipedia. <laughs> the website is made of cows. <laughs> oh man, my chicken is due at 12 p.m. and I didn't even start. <laughs> Bro, cooking majors are so. Did you see the thing that was like, cooking majors are so funny? I got a cookie due at 9 p.m. and I didn't even start. Anyway. I want to be a cooking major. I want to make a cookie. No, I don't. I'm so bad at cooking. I burn everything. Yeah, I, I don't want to go to culinary Dude, school. Dude, I, I burn everything I cook. It's very funny. One time I put a piece of bread in the toaster and I swear to God it set on fire. It was a croissant. It was a croissant. That's right. I was trying to reheat a straight up croissant. Croissant. I set it on fire. Okay, anyway. Oh, goodness. Thanks anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Ava said her opinion and I said my opinion. We went off kind of into two tangents. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deep Springs College, I highly advocate for it. Head, yep. up, uh, head up there if you want to have a great time learning about cows. And uh, <laughs> I, I unironically love yeah, Deep Springs I, yeah. College. I'm making fun of it, but I, I, I don't care. <laughs> Like, it's great. Anyway, uh, if we have nothing else to say, I think I'll start the outro. All right. Think I'll start the outro? Yeah. All right. Okay. Um... Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If I didn't explain something well or if you have any questions, please email us at completelylostsisters at gmail.com. That is completelylostsisters at gmail.com. And um, uh, today's websites for the episode are bigfuture.collegeboard.org and prepscholar.com. Let's Did repeat those. It's bigfuture.com. Collegeboard.org, bigfuture.collegeboard.org, bigfuture.collegeboard.org, and then prepscholar.com. That. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I have nothing else to say for right now. My message of the day is I love you and believe in yourself. Avery? Oh, he said that last time. I love you and believe in yourself. Oh, right. Great, 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 great. Those are both our messages. She encourages you. I encourage you as well. That is the end of our episode. We will see you all next week. Yeah. One, two, three. Goodbye. Passing by. <laughs> you passing by. I'm so scared. <laughs>